Just Our Real Estate, episode number 247. All right, guys, welcome to Just Our Real Estate. My name is Mike Simmons. I am your host, and I am super excited to have you with me today. And I can't wait to dive into the show. But before I do, let's talk about lead generation for a minute. Are you generating enough leads? Are you really getting the amount of leads and quality leads that you need to run a successful business? Maybe you're trying to ramp up your business. Maybe you're trying to take it to the next level, or maybe you're having trouble finding that first lead to do your first deal. Well, listen, I have a solution for you. It's not the only thing you should be doing, but it's something you definitely, definitely should be incorporating into your business. Whether you're a new real estate investor or a seasoned pro, you should have a lead generating website and I have just the thing for you. If you go to my website on the front page, the first page of my website, all the way to the right, there is a banner for Lead Propeller. Now, Lead Propeller is exactly what I'm using to generate leads online. I have my own website, my own lead generating website, and I built it using the Lead Propeller platform. If you click on that Lead Propeller banner, not only will you get access to the absolute best lead generating website that you could possibly get, you also get the first month free. All right, that includes your domain name, that includes hosting, and it also includes a customizable site that is very, very good looking. Now, I'm not just saying that because I have it, I have it because I believe in it. I have it because I think it looks great, and I have it because it works. I can tell you firsthand, I'm already generating leads with my site. So go to my website, juststartrealestate.com. On the right-hand side, click on the Lead Propeller banner, check it out, go there, sign up, put in the promo code JUSTSTART to get your first month free. I know you're gonna love it, guys. I'm telling you, go check it out. You really owe it to yourself and you owe it to your business to have a lead generating website that is generating leads for you every single day. Okay, let's get into today's show. All right, guys, thank you for joining me on another Quick Point episode. Today, we're gonna be talking negotiation. And one of the major things that you wanna do when you're negotiating or one of the major things you need to be willing to do when you negotiate. Now, negotiations are not easy for everyone. Not everyone's a natural born negotiator. I really, I don't think I'm a natural born negotiator, but I've learned how to negotiate and I think that I'm an effective negotiator. I don't always enjoy the process. Sometimes it's it's just not a lot of fun, but. Honestly, negotiating is a huge part of this business. You cannot get away from it. Everything's a negotiation. You know, the obvious negotiating is when you're talking about purchase price or sale price, right? You're going to negotiate to try to get the lowest purchase price and negotiate to try to get the highest sale price if you're flipping houses or if you're wholesaling, right? When you buy a house directly from a seller, you're negotiating to try to get the lower price. And then when you flip it to an investor, you're trying to negotiate the highest price you can get to that investor. So negotiating is just a fundamental part. And even if you're, you know, buying hold investors, obviously you're negotiating the lowest sale price and they're negotiating the highest rent that they can get. So they're really, I mean, I could go on and on, but I think you get the point. Negotiating is fundamental. It's key to this business. Now, the worst thing you can do when you negotiate or one of the worst things you can do when you negotiate is to be desperate. If you're negotiating from a position of desperation, 
it's going to kill you. And even, you know, obviously you don't want the other person to know you're desperate, but a lot of times people can just smell that desperation. It just comes through. You don't, you don't react the same. Your, your, you know, your body language is different. Your enthusiasm sometimes is different when you're desperate. And when someone's, you know, negotiating from a position of desperation, they're not going to do a good job. They're just, you know, they're not really going to be able to employ, you know, all the tactics and things that you need to do to be a good negotiator because they're desperate, right? If you need the money, like, yesterday like you're literally your world's gonna end if you don't make money on a deal a certain amount of money or you know if you don't sell a property you know within the next couple of days then something catastrophe some big catastrophe is gonna happen well you're gonna negotiate differently with a buyer than you would if you had a little bit more time right maybe you borrowed money from a private investor uh, investor and you know, the money is due back. Maybe there was an end date. Maybe there was a term limit that you could only hold on to the money for, let's just say, five months, right? And you got the house renovated, you got it on the market, and it just sat there and sat there and sat there. And you're very close to that five-month mark where, you know, maybe they can foreclose on the house. Maybe that was your deal. When I first started investing in real estate, and even with a few investors that I still work with, I have a six-month uh, term limit to the private money that I borrow from some of these investors. I don't do this anymore with new investors. And frankly, you know, I did it at a time where, you know, I didn't have a reputation. I didn't have a, a track record, I guess is a better way of saying it. I didn't have a track record. I wasn't experienced. So, you know, in order to give them peace of mind, I would offer them, hey, I'll keep the money for six months or, or eight months, whatever the term was in that situation. And if I haven't paid you back, within six or eight months or whatever, then you can foreclose on the property and the property becomes yours, right? So that was an attractive thing to do for investors so that they would have a reasonable level of, of um, you know, confidence that they were going to get their money back, that I couldn't just hold it indefinitely when I'm supposed to get it back to them in eight months. So that was one of the things that I, I did. So if you're facing that situation, your negotiation with the buyer might be a little bit more desperate, right? You have to sell, you don't have a choice. So you might make a deal that's not as good as you as you could make if you had a little bit more time. Now, in that same scenario, let's say you have eight months to pay back the loan and you got it on the market and you got your first offer in the fourth month, right? Now, you know, you still don't wanna hold the property, obviously, there's holding costs and there's a lot of reasons why you wanna sell, but you don't have that that deadline looming over you so maybe you can wait for better offers or you know you can take your time a little bit negotiating because you're not desperate right so the thing that you have to be able to do when you're negotiating you have to put yourself in a position to where you can and you will walk away from the deal or from the the negotiation if it doesn't go well so in other words if you're trying to buy a property, right? You're dealing with, let's just say you're dealing with a seller. You did direct marketing. You're dealing with a seller. You're trying to buy the property. You know what you need to buy it for to make it profitable, to make it worth your while. They want more than that. If you're not willing to walk away, if you're not willing to say, hey, listen, I, you know, I, I respect the, your, your number. I respect your price. That's what you want. Unfortunately, I can't pay that price. It doesn't make sense for me and my business. So I'm going to have to just decline and, and, and walk away. I'm just, you know, good luck to you. I hope you can sell your house. 
but unfortunately, I'm not going to be the one to buy it because I can't pay that price. And you have to be serious and you have to be willing to walk away from that deal and move on to the next one. If you can't walk away for whatever reason because you need to get a deal, you need to make money, you promise someone you're going to get it, I, I don't know, whatever the case, whatever you would have to have that deal, if you have to have that house, if you absolutely cannot walk away, you're in a position of desperation and you're in a very weak negotiating position. Like I said, even if the person you're negotiating with doesn't know how desperate you are, a lot of times people can smell it on you. I mean, I, I hate to put it that way, but it's almost like a sense people get when they're dealing with someone who's in a desperate situation. So don't ever let yourself be in that desperate situation. I mean, you gotta work hard to not be there and you have to be willing to walk away from a negotiation if it doesn't go well. If it doesn't go the way it needs to go, Move on, go to the next one, or go to the next buyer, go to the next seller. Um, if you're negotiating with a contractor, be willing to tell them, hey, listen, I'm gonna find a different contractor. I, I can't agree to your price, I can't agree to your timing, whatever the case may be. Be willing to walk away and say thank you, but no thank you, and move on to the next deal, move on to the next you know, contractor, the next buyer, the next seller, whatever the case may be. But you, if you're not willing to walk away, if you're not truly truly in your mind know that you're going to be able to walk away and you're going to be fine and you're going to move on to the next negotiation. If you can't do that, you're going to find yourself in a lot of bad situations. So try to work hard to be the person who's able to walk away from the negotiation. When the other person can't walk away, now you're in a strong position, right? And you'll be able to tell when you're dealing with someone who just, they cannot let the deal die for whatever reason, they're going to keep coming back and coming back and trying to get you to rethink or try to you know, negotiate or they're going to keep trying to compromise to get closer to what they want but giving some. You know, giving some. So if you see you're in a, in a position with someone who, who doesn't have the ability to walk away, that's a good thing for you, right? You're going to probably get much closer to what you want in that situation, but you don't want to be that person, okay? Be able to walk away. It's going to help you make much, much better deals. Okay, that's all I have for today. Remember, if you want to be a real estate investor, if you want to get involved in real estate and really do something big in this business, there's only one way to make that dream a reality. Just start.